Welcome back to the Wyatt Mason Experience, a podcast about interpersonal relationships. Today, the topic of discussion is going to be verbal communication between brothers. Uh, now, in the in the relationship of brotherhood in the immediate family, you are going to be around your brother a ton. The amount of time y'all are going to get together, especially while you're both under the age of 18 is is crazy and so there's going to be a lot of verbal interactions between the two of you as you could know each other better those verbal interactions are gonna you know they're gonna get better they're going to get more intricate as you can read each other and know a lot about each other so um one of the things i want to talk about is like the deeper meaning because you're going to say a lot of words to your brother and your brother's going to say a lot of words to you but it's a lot more than just words that are said you know there's a lot more to someone's speech and their meaning than just what comes out of their mouth joseph devito in the interpersonal communication book talks about verbal meaning like this meaning depends not only on the packaging of messages but also on the interaction of these messages and the receiver's own thoughts and feelings. This is important to remember with your brother because it's not only what he's saying out loud to you. What It's also important his gestures, what he means, his tone of voice. You're going to get to know your brother and you probably know your brother very well. And the important thing that you must be on the look for is not only what he says, but the nonverbal indicators, or even like the verbal indicators, like tone of voice and stuff like that. It's, um, it is better, you will be able to love your brother better that way. If you can read him and understand what he means, because his words are going to convey meaning, but they're not always going to convey the meaning that like they mean technically like it's like when someone says they're fine like definitionally fine means all right but people aren't always all right when they tell you they're fine it's the same with your brother you need to be thoughtful about his situation what he's what mental state he's in how he's feeling and you need to follow from there when you're verbally communicating with your brother Next, it might be good to look at this from a little bit of a biblical perspective. I was reading a pastoral book on interpersonal communication the other day by Blake Neff. And he said, James wrote to his followers with a vivid imagery when he said, The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. That's from James 3, verse 6. Paul puts the gossiper in a long list of evildoers. Neff continues, they are gossips, slanderers, god-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. That's in Romans 1. Um, Paul later condemns such behaviors as harshly by saying, those who do such things deserve death. That's later in Romans 1. So we see 
that verbal communication can have a big impact on people and can have major consequences. The thing you say to people in words can, as it says, be deserving of death. It is. It can be a great evil, according to James. It's just the things you can inflict on an individual with words. It makes me think of, in elementary school, my friends, they would say things, you would hear the saying, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And as a dude, especially as a dude, it's like, I can't, man. People cannot hurt me with what they say to me. All right, you're going to have to come at me for real if you're trying to hurt me. But you, I, don't, I think you discover quickly that it really can hurt. People can damage your reputation. They can say hurtful things that touch on insecurities. And it can cause a lot of damage to individuals. Just words. And so I think especially as dudes, I can probably be hard to admit. But we need to at least admit that to ourselves. So that in relationships, we can love other people better. Because we cannot control what people say to us or about us but we can control we can control what we say right and when you have a brother that's that's your blood that you're tight you cannot be going around slandering or saying hurtful things and there's a great part of a brother relationship where you can mess around you can be honest and blunt and say things that are that would be considered rude and hurtful to others but are normal within the bond of a brother relationship so it's just it's being wise not hitting a brother when he's down things like that that we need to be careful with when considering verbal communication with our brothers not only is it important to love your siblings and your brother specifically by um from verbally communicating with them in a loving and kind way a way that's honoring to god is what we strive for but another thing that's important to consider is how formative this relationship might be through verbal experience uh there's an article um from the national library of medicine called uh, sibling relations and empathy across the transition to adolescence it says although parents are a primary source of socialization Sibling interactions afford unique opportunities for children to learn about their own and others' effective responses and emotions. For many children, a sister or brother is the first person with whom they share secrets, argue, and negotiate. This is a very uh, interesting perspective. I had not actually considered this myself before, but it's you are the first tight relationship that your brother is having most likely. I mean, one of the great benefits of a sibling relationship and a brotherly relationship is that you have a friend in the majority of cases for life. You you guys, no matter what the distance, there's always something tying you together and it's that blood, it's that family connection. And so, early on, you were having these interactions with your brother, which are formative because they're learning how to negotiate they're learning how to communicate alongside you for from me personally i'm the older brother so i would think that if anything i was a little more formative i'm a brother four-year age gap so he's a little bit younger than me however he was formative on me too 
I have to say that the way I communicate verbally is a lot different. I think I would be a lot more self-centered, a lot more of a talker um, if I didn't have my brother. My, my brother was really used to humble me because the consequences of my words could be sort of exaggerated around my brother. And so it just, it was formative. It shaped me. It made me realize that there are a lot of good times when I need to stay silent. And so the relationship between brothers can be a huge blessing in that way because God can use it to form how you communicate. And so we need to pray for our brothers that our relationships can be formative in a good way. And we need to take this responsibility wisely in that whether you are a young brother or an adult brother, that you just need to steward the relationship wisely, communicate kindly and in a godly way to them, and love them through your words. Anyway, that's it for this podcast on verbal communication and brotherhood. I hope it was enjoyable to everyone that listened. Um, Thank you for listening to the White Mason Experience, and y'all have a great day.